What a blessed Sunday, mga kapatid, na tayo ay nagkakasama-sama even in this online platform. And know na habang tayo ay nagdariwang in this online manner, ang church po ay face-to-face na rin po sa Buen Camino and all over the lighthouses, all over the Philippines. But I pray that as you are enjoying the comforts of your home, you are enjoying as well the very sweet presence of the Lord that is upon us. Ngayong araw po, I'm going to piggyback. Dudugtungan ko po ang sinimulan ni Pastor Maki last Sunday when he spoke about the epistle of First John. So kung meron po kayo mga Bibles, maganda po ang ihanda na natin ang ating mga Bible apps or yung actual book natin on the epistle of Second John. Next Sunday, we will talk about Third John. And after that, Jude na po tayo and then, yay, we will be in the book of Revelation. Alam po ninyo, importanteng uh, maintindihan natin that our God is a God of clarity. Ang kaliwanagan ng paghayag ng salita ng Diyos. God is never a God of confusion. Confusion is the work of darkness. Kaya nagkakagalo sa kasaysayan ng mundo, even sa kasaysayan ng church, nagkakaroon po ng kaguluhan because people don't seem to agree even on the finer points of faith. May kanya-kanyang opinion, may kanya-kanyang adhikain, may kanya-kanyang in-advance or isinusulong ng mga paniniwala. Same is true even with our politics. Very polarizing, very much divisive. Even in our declaration of what we thought were timeless truths, today they are being challenged, they are being put into question. And when there is no clarity, there is so much Polarity. There is so much divisiveness. So today, we're going to ask the power of the Holy Spirit to speak unto us. Paano natin maiiwasan ang pagkakawatak-watak, lalo na ng simbahan, pagdating sa usapin ng pananampalataya. Just before we pray, just a bit of a, um, a review. Meron po in the early part of church history na isang Roman Catholic priest na pangalan po ay si Arius. But he was declared as a heretic. Siya po ang nagpasimulong sa sinasabi natin, the Arian controversy. Hindi po yung Arian na sina Hitler. Ha? Iba naman po yan. Arian coming from the name Arius. Si Arius po, basically ang sinasabi ng niya, he put into question the very divinity of Jesus Christ. Sabi niya sa kanyang pag-aaral, na pagtanto niya na ang Panginoong Iso Kristo ay isang simple at normal na tao lamang. Hindi siya divine. And therefore, he might be elevated above all other human beings. He might be a special messenger from God. But, ang bottom line is, he's just a created being. Now, how important is this? It's important for us to rise to this challenge in our faith because kung mapupulaan at mababawasan ang true nature ng ating Panginoong Heso Kristo, kung paniniwalaan ng mga tao ang fake news na hindi siya Diyos at hindi siya kapantay ng amang nasa langit, then hindi sapat ang kanyang ginawa sa krus ng Kalbaryo at tayo ay hindi pa rin makaka-enjoy ng kaligtasan ating binibigas. So Arius was very much a heretic, declared a heretic. At alam po ninyo kung pinag nila? It's just what they call the iota of difference. Sa salitang Greek po, ang letter I is iota. Kaya kung titignan niyo po, isang bagay lamang po ang kanilang pinagtalunan, yung letter na iota. Kumbaga, ang paniniwala ng mga Kristiyano mula pa sa panahon ni Kristo ay si Kristo ay kapareho ng amang nasa langit. Jesus himself would say, the Father and I are one. The Apostle Paul himself would say, Jesus is the exact representation of the Father in heaven. Homo osius, that Jesus is of the same substance. Kung ano ang Diyos amang nasa langit, ganun din ang Diyos anak natin kinilala ang Panginoong Heso Kristo. Arius and his followers came forward and they did not subscribe to the homo-osius. Ang kanilang pong subscribe ay ang kanilang version of doctrine na sinabi nilang homo-osius. Dinagdaga ng I 
or dinagdagan ng iota. Ibig sabihin that Jesus is like God, kapareho ng Diyos, pero hindi sa Diyos. Kapareho lamang, but hindi siya same substance as God Himself. Isipin niyo po, letter island, nagkagulo ang church, nagkamatakotak ang mga early believers. And because of the controversy na pinasimulan ni Arius at ng kanyang mga followers, napilitan ang churches during the time. Ang church from Rome, ang church from Alexandria, ang church from Jerusalem, ang church from Antioch, ang church from Constantinople, they gathered in a place called Nicaea. And doon po nabuo yung tinatawag natin, the Nicene or the Nicaean Creed. Ito po ang pinagmulan ng inspirasyon ng mas kilala nating Apostles' Creed. Basahin natin yung Nicene Creed from our hearts. Kasi ito po yung confession, ito yung creed na naging resulta ng magtitipon-tipon ng mga church fathers during the time. As early as 325 A.D., Ania Domine, nagtipon-tipon ang mga pari, ang mga scholars, and they came up with this confession. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages. And listen to this. God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Yung word na consubstantial, that means of the same essence as the Father. Equal with the Father. Ibig sabihin, Jesus is now being declared or reaffirmed that He is not only like God, hindi lamang kapareho ng Diyos or kamukha ng Diyos, but Siya mismo ang Diyos. The same substance, the same essence as the Father in heaven. Through Him, through Jesus, all things were made for us and for our salvation. He came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. So Jesus, who is divine, at one point of our history, became incarnate, nagkatawang tao. So this is also the Nicene Council's way of addressing yung Gnosticism na inexplain sa atin ni Pastor Marky last Sunday. Kasi yung mga Gnostics naman po, iba naman po ang kanilang cause. Ang kanilang naman po ini-spread na doktrina was that Jesus Christ did not really actually become man. Si Jesus Christ lang doon parang apparition naman. Dahil nga sabi ni Pastor Marky, ang paniniwala ng mga Gnostics, all spiritual matters are good, but everything that is of flesh is evil. So therefore, God who is spirit cannot have a human flesh because human flesh is evil. The Nicaean Creed affirmed the confessions of the creeds of the church. Jesus became man. And it says, For our sake, He was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. And He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. And His kingdom will have no end. Alam po ninyo, ang Christology, ang pagtuturo po patungkol kay Kristo, ay napakaklarado sa ginawang confession or ginawang creed ng mga nasa Nicaean Council. And then it says, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life. Giving the Holy Spirit the same equal status as the triune Godhead. Kaya mayroon tayong Trinity. The Father, the Son, and now the Holy Spirit. Who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. And then it says, I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism 
for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Napakaganda po ng ating mga church fathers. In the face of the half-truths and the fake news and the lies that were being spread during the time, they came out with something that the whole church can subscribe to, complete with biblical annotations kung saan nila na-pick up from the scriptures ang ating mga declarations. Hundred years later, as a year 480, nagkaroon po ng abridged or shorter version ng Nicaean Creed. Ito po yung mas kilala nating The Apostles' Creed. At malamang sa namang, malamang po, kung tayo ay lumaki sa traditional na religion ng bansa, ito po ay mas memorized natin. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate. He was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day He rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there He will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic, meaning the true Christian church, the universal church, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Nagpapasalamat tayo na meron pong mga councils na nabuo so that we will not go through life as a Christian na hindi pa rin tayo certain sa kung ano ang ating pinanampaltayanan. God is a God of clarity. He's the God of truth. So shall we bow our heads and let us pray. Father, we thank you for you are the truth. And thank you, Jesus, that you are the embodiment of truth. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are the spirit of truth. And in you, O Lord, we forever abide. At alam namin, Lord, that as we do this, the spirit of clarity shall be upon your church and upon your people for we shall know the truth, and the truth shall set us free. So today, Lord, kausapin niyo po ang aking mga kapatid na nanonood ngayon sa online service na ito. Ang inyong pong katotohanan ang matanggap namin lahat. Sa pangalan ni Jesus, lahat ay nagsabi na. Amen. You can type it down in the comment section. Now, if you remember this very classic case and classic um, picture and event in the Bible, when Jesus Christ was now brought by the priests of the Jewish people to the very presence of Pilate, and the Pontius Pilate or Pontius Pilate could not find anything wrong with Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, in his heart of hearts, he wanted to free Jesus because he could only see an innocent man in the Lord Jesus Christ. But... As the truth is now being told us, Pilate was being pressured to do something which personally he did not want to do. But he ended up catapulting to the pressures of the masses of the people. Yan po ang isang witness, ang isang leader na walang katotohanan. Ano po? Madali kang sway ng doktrina, ng pressure, ng emotional push ng ibang tao. But there's this classic event in John chapter 18. When Jesus and Pilate had this intimate relationship, intimate conversation, and Pilate was saying, so are you the king of the Jews? As we are now accusing you to have made a declaration about it. And verse 37, Jesus answered Pilate. He says, you are right in saying, I am a king. In fact, for this reason, I was born. And for this, I came into the world to testify to the truth because everyone on the side of truth listens to me. Now, this could have been a um, rare opening of an opportunity for Pilate to engage Jesus in a more intimate manner, to ask Jesus whatever questions he might have had. But in verse 38, Pilate only asked, what is truth? 
¿Qué es veritas en latín? But before Jesus could answer him, because Jesus, I believe, must have been wanting to influence this very powerful governor, the verse would say, with this, he, meaning Pilate, went out again. Many people, they only have a rhetorical desire to know the truth. They study a lot. They accrue a lot of degrees unto themselves. As a matter of fact, they raise their hands a lot. Or they post so many questions in the internet or in the social media. But these are just mere rhetorical questions, meaning they don't have an equal desire to really seek out the answers. Many people are just very Socratic, parang si Socrates, nagtatanong lamang ng mga matatalinghagang mga tanong, pero wala namang desire to truly get the answers. I pray, mga kapatid, that in our desire to get to know the truth, we come out really seeking out real answers. Why? You know why? Because there is a reality. We have an enemy, we have an adversary in the spiritual world whose desire is to twist the truth and deceive you, deceive us with lies. Jesus Christ would identify him as the devil. So John, the same author of 2 John, would say, you are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and he has nothing to do with the truth because there is no truth in him. When he, meaning Satan or the devil, when he lies, he speaks out his own character, out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. There's always two sides of the coin. It's either that you represent the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, or you could be the one that twists the truth. If you are on this side of the equation, then Jesus now calls it point blank. You belong to your father, the devil, who has no truth in him, who lies as if it is natural language. Jesus, on the other hand, identifies himself in John chapter 14 as the way, the truth, and the life. But you see, the challenge now, mga kapatid, is real. Today in our generation, when we speak about the truth, there is this debate between the absolute and the relative truth. Mas dumami po ngayon ang katulad ni Pontius Pilate na ang tanong is, Kest veritas? What is truth? Because for many people right now, even in our own interactions with young people, with corporate people, with seemingly academic and intellectually gifted people, they don't have an appreciation of the absolutes anymore. We are now in a generation that people know so much and yet understand too little. We have seen a lot because this is now... The information explosion. Whatever it is that you want to know about, just type it in Google and answers will be given you. But because there is just like a plethora, talagang isang million websites ang isasuggestin yun ng Google, people don't know anymore how to distinguish the real news and the fake news, the truth from the lie, the truth from the half-truth. And that's why the more we know, the more people are confused, the more people are uncertain of where they should truly stand because the things that were once deemed as absolute, today everything is relative. For example, we have this thing about cultural relativism. I will not explain on this so much, but merong mga katotohanan, minsan, truth, quote-unquote, na ang kultura lamang ang nag-design, ang tradisyon lamang ang nag the define. For example, cannibalism. You might go to a tribe somewhere, I don't know, nowhere, Africa or Papua New Guinea, where cannibalism is still practiced. And maybe you're just observing them. Sorry for the gory terms, huh? 
kill another human being and consume physically. And when you ask the tribal leaders, why did you do that? It's murder. And they would say, no, this is feast. And for them, it's their truth that they can always eat another human being. Something in us is grossly violated. But for them, their culture allows this to be accepted. Or for example, the concept of killing the infidels. And you always hear this in many movies. Their kind of religion allows them to slaughter you. Or maybe child marriage. Maybe you can see these pictures where cultural relativism about child marriage is very descriptive of their practices. In many parts of the world, senior citizens, isang 12 years old na bata, and there have been so many news of child, of children dying because the older men are forcing themselves sexually upon these very young, tender children. And yet, we cannot do much about it because we can always say, eh, kultura nila yan. Wala tayong magagawa. It's just descriptive of who they are. Now, there's also what we call the societal relativism. Truth becomes relative because society has now prescribed, not described, but prescribed things to the society. Like, for example, legalized abortion. When people would now say, Ah, dati hindi tanggap yan. Pero ngayon, pro-choice na kami. Nabuntis ang isang babae, whether by consent or by any other means, but the woman is now saying, I have very much freedom to decide what to do with my body. And there's nothing you can do about it. Society now prescribes it na, hey, meron kang freedom to do that. You don't even have to inform your parents if you're of age. You can just go to any abortion clinic and have the child murdered. And not even call it as that, as a murder. Same-sex marriage. There is now an attempt to redefine the family. That the biblical truth of marriage between man and woman is now under question. And therefore, the Bible itself is being questioned by people. And they will have so many ways of attacking the integrity of the Bible just so they can justify their societal relativistic truth. Para mailusot nila yung katotohanan lang, hindi na kailangang babae tsaka lalaki ang nag-aasawa. Or even the more practical, lose gun ownership. Sa Pilipinas, you can still own guns, but lulusot ka sa butas ng karayom ka nga bago ka magkaroon ng lisensya ng barin. But in the US, you can now just get any gun that you like for as long as you were 18 years old and just last week, 21 people died, 19 of whom were children. Why? Because this 18-year-old guy just walked into a gun store, purchased for himself automatic rifles and hundreds and hundreds of rounds of ammunitions and, and handguns, and he barged in, killed his, or attacked his grandmother, and killed this so innocent young people. And there's nothing much that the Americans can do about it because they can say, well, it's our society. We are free. We're the land of the free. If you want to purchase a gun, the government cannot do much about it, even if the gun is oftentimes used to violate the freedoms of other people. It's a confusing time of relativism. But the most dangerous one is what I call the I relativism. I, iPad, iPod, iPhone. It's about myself, my own truth. My own alternative universe. My own sexual identity. My own pronouns. I'm talking to you, young person. If the truth offends you, let me speak this in love, but we are now in so much relativistic society. Dati, ang, ang gender was just two, male, female. Now, meron ng bi-gender, intergender, meron ng epicene, meron ng butch, meron ng travesty, meron ng agender, asexual, all of these that you are seeing in the screen right now. Who defined these genders? Even pronouns. Dati ang pronouns ng panahon ko ay he, she, them, it, they, her, him. Normal lang, no? 
Ayan, marami na. Meron ng zeer, meron ng purse, meron ng ears, meron ng hear, herself. And people are getting offended. Pag ang pronoun na gusto nila ay hindi yun ang ginamit to address unto them. You have now to be politically correct to say, what is your preferred pronoun? Because I cannot call you her or she or him or he because you might want to refer to yourself as an object, not as a him or a her. When did it evolve, mga kapatid? That there's no singular truth anymore. When there are no absolutes anymore. That everything is now fluid, gender fluid, pronoun fluid, fluid society, pwede na mag-exchange na mag-asawa, kung anong trip mo, okay lang yan, and people would just say, respect lang the truth, because that is their truth. Then where does biblical truth stand? Saan nakatayo ang katotohanan? As Jesus would say, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So as you go now to the book of 2 John, kung titinan po ninyo mga kapatid, 2 John chapter 1, the Apostle John opens it by saying, the elder to the chosen lady and her children. Stop there for a while. and Look at me in the eye. Scholars would now say, John might have been writing to an actual lady probably a good friend or probably a lady elder of another church na kanyang pinasimulan. Or, more scholars are agreeing that this could be an allusion to the church which is in the female gender form. So, to the chosen lady, meaning the ecclesia, and the children of that church could be the congregants. So, more scholars are attuned to this interpretation. And to the church, or to that lady, John would say, Whom I love in the truth, and not I only, but also all who know the truth. Verse 2. Because of the truth which lives in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and from Jesus Christ the Father's Son will be with us in truth and love. Three verses pa lang, in the 13 verses of this very short epistle, the second John, apat na beses lang na mention yung salitang truth. God is a God of clarity because God is a God of truth. When you are in the side of truth, when you espouse the truth in your heart, you'll always be clear about what it is that you stand for. If the church or if this lady is to stand secure, in the midst of all the Gnosticism and Docetism, in explaining Pastor Malakian last Sunday, mga taong nagkiklaim na kailangan meron kang special knowledge about God para ikaw ay maligtas. Yung mga taong nagkiklaim na kailangan miyembro ka ng kanilang sekta. Otherwise, if you're not a member of the church, then salvation is not yours to enjoy. John is saying, for as long as you know the truth, and for as long as you share the truth that all others in the church love, then you shall stay in the truth of the Father and the Son. So for me, kung gusto natin makalaya sa deception ng kaaway, I pray, ladies and gentlemen, that we center on God's truth. Because God is the source of truth, ladies and gentlemen. 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 28, it says, Now, O Lord, you are God, and your words are true. And your promise is good thing to your servant. Our God, the Father, is the truth. In John chapter 5, the apostle would say, Truly, truly, I say to you, Jesus is now being quoted here, Whoever's, Whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal the Word of God is truth. Jesus is the emblem of truth. John 16, Jesus would say, When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. I pray, mga kapatid, that we will always center on God's truth. The truth of the triune Godhead, our Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, our God, who is one, 
He is a God of truth in the person of the Father, in the person of the Son, in the person of the Holy Spirit. So these are four foundational biblical truths. Our God is truth. Our Jesus is truth. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. And when you look at the Bible, it is the word of truth. It is the lamp unto your feet, the light unto your path. And so let me speak to you, my fellow believer. If you would like to have the clarity of who God is and who we are in God, stay with the word. Fall in love with the word of God. Allow the spirit of the Lord to just explain unto you the great mysteries of God. The Lord does not expect you or me to know everything. Otherwise, we would be gone. But God entrusts unto us measures of truth according to our capacity to comprehend and according to our capacity to steward that truth. God will not hold us responsible for the truths that are yet to be revealed unto us. But that which God already gave you, that which God already entrusted unto you, I began, we are responsible for the truth. In our uh, group chats amongst the disciples of the church, that is one topic that we had last week. Ano yung mga truths na naintindihan mo na nakapagpanaya sa you in your Christian walk? And I will not cite everything that was put in there, but somebody said, ay, isang katotohanan nakapagpanaya sa akin is the truth that there are only two eternal destinations. Sabi na yung nagsulat nun. There is heaven and there is hell. And the truth that set me free is that there are no places in between. Kasi dati sabi niya, sa dati niyang paninampalataya, sabi, kung namatay ka raw, kung hindi ka naman ganun kasama, doon ka sa gitna, ang tawag doon ay purgatory. Doon ka ipupurga ng Diyos. At yung kaluluwa na yun na pinurga ng Diyos, eh baka pag natin ang panahon, I don't know kung 100 years from now or 30 years from now or 1 million years from now, eh baka mapromote pa kung tayo langit. But then he said, but as I read the word of God, there's no such thing as middle ground. The choices that you make while you are alive on earth will determine whether you go to heaven or you go to hell. Another person just said, Dati ng pananampalataya ang aking niyakap na labis na nakapag-enslave sa kanya is that I can save myself through my own works. Na ang langit daw, ang kanyang pananampalataya before na itinuro sa kanya, kailangan trabahuin mo. Na kailangan mas marami kang pogi points kumpara sa mga pangit points. Kaya kung meron kang nagawang mga kasalanan, babawiin mo lang sa mga good things mo para sa balance ng scale, mas marami kang nagawang mabuti. Therefore, pag ginudge ka ni Lord, langit ka pa rin dahil di hamak naman, mas marami kang nagawang mabuti kaysa masama. And the truth was told him through the Bible na kung meron palang isang kasalanan that already separates you from the very presence of God. Whether yung kasalanan na yan ay pumatay ka ng tao, yung kasalanan na yan ay nagnakaw ka, yung kasalanan na yan ay nang chismis ka, or nangalunya ka, or kinovet mo yung hindi sa'yo, Ten Commandments pa lang, ang dami na natin palpak doon, if not perfect natin yun sa pagsuway, iyong pa lang, hindi na tayo mapupunta sa langit. Kaya the truth is, we are not saved by our works because no one is righteous, not even one. We are saved by grace. I pray my love, ibigan, na we center on God's truth because kung meron tayong pag-appreciate ng the truth and the whole truth but nothing but the truth, then we can hang our faith on the right person, that is Jesus Christ, and on the right doctrine, that is the Word of God. I pray, mga kapatid, that we center on God's truth if we are going to enjoy the God of clarity. Now, let's go to 2 John. Verse 4 na po tayo. Sabi ni John, It has given me great joy to find some of your children walking in the truth. As the Father commanded us. If you would like to enjoy the God of clarity, I pray na kung nasa atin ang katotohanan, we'll live out God's commands. The word, the word, there is walk in the truth. Hindi sapat na ang knowledge ng truth ay 
head knowledge lang. Dahil hindi ganun, hindi natin pwedeng i-mock ang Diyos na Lord, memorize ko naman yung Nicene Creed. Memorize ko naman yung Bible. Hindi ko na kailangan gawin kasi alam ko na sa aking utak. You know what Jesus said? Even the devil knows that. And the devil shudders. Kung knowledge lang, naku, mas knowledgeable sa atin si Satanas. Memoryado niya ang Bible. Mula, mula Genesis hanggang Revelation. But the knowledge of the devil of the Bible verses don't make him righteous or doesn't make him righteous. He is still the devil. Why? Because the devil is disobedient. Ang dalawang magkalakip na katotohanan ng isang Christiano is that you know the truth and you live out the truth. Kaya nagkakaroon ng congruence ang buhay ng Christiano. Hindi sapat na memorize natin from A to Z yung ating doktrina. Importante po yun mga kapalid. Importante, alam natin kung ano ang tinatayuan natin. Pero masigit na importante na isinasabuhay natin. We walk in the truth because we know the Father has commanded us those truths. So the Word is commanded. So alam din natin dapat kung ano ang inuutos atin ng Diyos. And how do we know that? When you go back to the sanctity of the Word of God. And then the Apostle John continues writing. Verse 5 na po tayo. Sabi niya, And now, dear lady, I am not writing you a new command. But the one we have had from the very beginning. I ask that we love one another. And this is love, that we walk in obedience to His commands. And as you have heard from the beginning, His command is that you walk in love. If you'd like to enjoy the God of clarity, activate your knowledge, your worship unto God, activate it. Through love. Kaya, again, dalawang magkalakit na mukha. You can be speaking the truth, but if you don't have love in your heart, that truth is invalidated. Sa totoo lang po, di ba? Marami tayong kakilalang mga tao. Alam mo namang marunong sila eh. Alam nilang katotohanan eh. Pero hindi mo tinatanggap ang ano lang sinasabi. Bakit? Ang askad ng pag-uugali eh. Ang asim ng pag-uugali. Imbis na tanggapin mo ang kanyang sinasabi, Lalo kang nata-turn off dahil alam mong marami siyang alam pero hindi naman nakikita sa kanyang aktual na buhay. So the, the exhortation of the Apostle John, if we are going to counteract, if we are going to be able to effectively oppose these half-truths, these lies, these deceptions na all around us in our generation, makikita lang diferensya ng mga anak na that we love one another. That we activate all of these doctrinal statements through practical expressions of love. Then they shall know that we are truly disciples of the Lord. Dahil hindi lamang galing sa muso, pero lahat ay galing sa puso. Maraming bagay at maraming tao hindi nila mababasa ang Biblia in their entire lifetime. It's either dahil wala silang Biblia or bawal sa kanilang society ang magbasa ng Biblia. But they will still get to know the truth about our Jesus by the love that they see in you. Oh, I pray, mga kapatid, that even right now, the Lord is challenging you to activate everything that you know through the love of God that is now in us. And the Apostle John continues writing. And this time, it's very practical. Sabi niya, many deceivers who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh, have gone out into the world. Any such person is the deceiver and the Antichrist. Watch out that you do not lose what you have worked for, but that you may be rewarded fully. Which brings me to another point. If you'd like to enjoy this God of clarity, remind each other. Let's remind each other about the deceivers that are all around us right now. At ito ang makikita mo lang sa mga nang-deceive. Number one, as the Apostle John would say, they do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh. So again, balikan mo yung teaching ni Pastor Maki last Sunday. Yung ipinapalaganat nilang katuroan na hindi naman totoong nagkatawang tao ang Diyos. The Gnostics. Kasi hindi pwedeng maging tao ang Diyos. 
And therefore, yung pananampalatay mo kay Kristo ay hindi sapat kung tunay na hindi siya naging tao dahil hindi siya magiging sapat na kabayaran sa kasalanan ng katauhan kung hindi naman siya naging tunay na tao. It's a deception. Another interpretation of this is many people have been spreading the false news na hindi na muling magbabalik ang Kristong pinaniniwalaan ninyo. Nagsasayang lang kayo ng oras, ng efforts, ng pera, sa kakapunta niyo sa church, hindi na muling magbabalik. And this is the atheistic point of view. And the atheistic prescription is simple. Live life and be merry for tomorrow you die. And when you die, mabubulok sa sementeryo ang katawan mo. So habang buhay ka pa, i-enjoy mo na lang. Don't don't forbid yourself of any carnal or fleshly pleasures dahil minsan ka lang dadaan sa mundong to. YOLO, sabi ng mga bata. You only live once. Okay, sabi ko sa mga young people lang sa sa church, instead of saying YOLO, why don't you say you live forever? Don't live your life as if you only live once here because the truth is you only you live, you get to live forever. And whatever it is that you do right here on earth, it has eternal consequences. Remind yourself about the deceivers. Because in the passing of days and months and years, Satan is actively deploying all his evil cohorts to deceive people, either through cults that will present to you half-truths or through atheistic People who will attack the truth and try to dissuade you or to sway away bad believers from the truth or by just planting doubts in your mind. And you start saying, oh, mano, maybe Jesus is not really the Son of God. Or maybe the Bible is not really as true as they say it is. Or maybe the church is not really the body of Christ. Or maybe my pastor is not really the spiritual leader that God has assigned to take care of me spiritually. Maybe I can have just my own church. Kaya maraming tao ngayon, hindi na nagpupunta ng church. They are now deceived into thinking na, eh, nakikinig naman ako sa iba-ibang preaching sa TV or sa internet. Mas maganda pa nga sa bahay lang ako, sabi na isa kong pausapin. Dahil kung gusto ko ng Australia, no, mag-Hillsong ako. Kung gusto ko ng Texas, doon naman ako kay Joel Austin. Kung gusto ko ng New Yorker, doon naman ako sa isang church sa New York. Kung gusto ko ng Tagalog, pwede kay Pastor Jojo or Pastor Ed Lapis or kung sino man yung mga churches. Pero pagandahan, Pastor, wala na akong church ngayon. Sa bahay na lang ako. Now, this is a great deception, my friend. You know why? Because we are called, yes, to worship and to listen to the Word of God. But we are also called to fellowship with fellow believers. Don't be deceived because God wants you to grow in your appreciation of the fullness of the counsel of God. Remind yourself, as I am reminding you, mga kapatid, there are deceivers all around us. And John continues by saying, And anyone who runs ahead and does not continue in the teaching of Christ does not have God, but whoever continues in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. I've highlighted these words, teachings, because the important po is we imbibe Christian doctrines. We imbibe. Isa sa puso natin ang tinatawag nating Christian orthodoxies. Na ang Christiano ay hindi lamang emotional na relihiyon. Although we can be emotional sometimes. Paano ka namang hindi magiging emotional kung malaman mong binahal ka ng Diyos? Ano po? But Christianity is also a religion that does not preclude logic or reason. Kaya meron tayong Bible, the source of our knowledge and our wisdom. Kaya meron tayong catechisms, kaya meron tayong creeds, kaya meron tayong confessions, kaya meron tayong mga Bible studies. That's why in the Christian world, we emphasize the sermon and the preaching of the word more than the rituals of the liturgy. Why? Because it is the truth and the truth alone that can set people free, that can renew the mind. It is the truth alone that can elevate you to appreciating and knowing who God truly is. If we know God better, we can love Him and serve Him in a better way. So I pray, mga kapatid, that you imbibe Christian teachings. In Lighthouse, we emphasize doctrine. 
We also emphasize experience. In the balance of the Word of God and the workings of the Holy Spirit and the power and sovereignty of Jesus, mga kaibigan, nandun ang kabuuan ng ating pagiging Kristiyano. And the disciple John continues by saying, If anyone comes to you and doesn't bring this teaching, do not take him into your house or welcome him because anyone who welcomes him shares in his wicked work. If you'd like to enjoy the God of clarity, totally avoid the wicked people. Because these are itinerant teachers. Ito yung mga kumakatok sa bahay. At ito yung makikipagkaibigan sa'yo. At i-deceive ka. At pag sinabi mo, okay na po, kristyano na po kami. Ah, ganun ba? Kristyano ka rin ba? Kami rin. Halika, fellowship muna tayo. And you welcome them into your homes and before you know it, they take advantage of the... Uh, Ang tawag dyan, yung pagiging mabilis maniwala ng maraming Pilipino. Pakainin lang, bigyan lang ng konting regalo, kung ano-ano ng mga doktrinang ibubuhos sa'yo at sasabihin, huwag ka na magbasa ng Bible dahil malilito ka lang dyan. Marami nang nabaliw dyan sa Bible na yan. Ako na lang ang magpapaliwanag sa'yo ng salita ng Diyos. And so, the twist things of the truth, paunti-unti, nasa tamang lugar ka na eh. Lumalapit ka na kay Lord, nag-grow ka na kay Lord, but because you welcome these people into your life, and yes, you welcome these people into your pulpit, before you know it, nalilihis ang landas. Before you know it, na inilikuan. Before you know it, napakarami ng tao ang nawala sa pananampalataya. I was just, uh, I just uh, bumped into a brother in a groceries. Sabi niya, Pastor, kausapin mo ang nanay ko. Sabi, oh, kung si sister? Nag-online ba siya sa Lighthouse during the pandemic? Sabi niya, yun nga, Pastor, eh. Hindi Lighthouse ang kanyang pinapanood. Yung kulto na palaging nagmumura, yung kanilang preacher, alam niyo na siguro kung sino yun. Yung bawat salita, merong mura. Sabi niya, yun ang kanyang pinapanood the entire pandemic. Sabi ko, so anong nangyari kay sister? Sabi niya, ako, Pastor, panaaway na rin siya at ngayon palamura na rin siya. Dahil para sa kanya, kahit na sumakami ng buhay na yung preacher na yun, dahil yung pa rin yung kanyang pinapanood araw-araw mula, mula umaga hanggang gabi, ngayon, na-imbibe na niya yung teachings ng teacher na yun at minumura niya pati ang mga kapokristyano na dati niyang mga kaibigan. I bumped another brother and he said, alam niyo, Pastor, ang aking tatay, ito naklipas sa pandemya, palaging naka-on ang TV nung nagpapanggap na siya raw ang bagong Jesus Christ na natagadakaw. Kaya ngayon talagang ayaw niya na makinig sa, sa Christian religion dahil nainiwala na raw siya na talagang yung pastor na yun sa Davao na ang kapalit ni Jesus Christ. And because of this, the wicked works of people are, of these people are now being deepened in the hearts of many and many people are being deceived. I implore you, my brother, go back to the Word of God. Go back to the Word and belong to a fellowship that does not lift up a person, hindi tao ang itinataas, hindi relihiyon ang itinataas, ang itinataas lamang ay ang pangalan ng Panginoong Yesu Cristo. Then you will be exposed to the real truth of the Bible and the truth shall set you free. And now we come to the ending verses of this very short chapter and John would say, I have much to write to you, but I don't want you to use, I don't want to use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to visit you and talk with you face to face so that our joy may be complete. All the children of your chosen sister send their greetings. Ibig sabihin, yung iba-ibang churches din, sisters, ay nagpapakot din ang kanilang pangbati. Which brings me to the end. I pray that if you'd like to enjoy the God of clarity, and if the clarity of God's truth is upon us, that we also have this yearning to complete others. And how do you do that? Not only by sharing the real truths of the Bible, not only by living out and activating these truths through acts of love, not only by pinpointing the deceivers and the wicked people that are all around us, but at the same time, to make sure that we become encouragement to other people to fellow believers. And that's why John would say, ang dami ko pang gustong sabihin, pero hindi ko, eh, hindi ko na isusulat kasi gusto kong dalawin ka. 
Gusto ko makadaupang palad kayo. Gusto ko magkaharap-harap tayo. And so let me encourage you, Lighthouse people. By God's grace po, we are in a post-pandemic world. Wala namang pong naitatala ng surge sa COVID. And you know what? For the last three months, we've been meeting face-to-face in Lighthouse. And marami pong kapatila na magpapatuto. Iba ang pagsasama-sama ng physical. Iba ang pagsasama-sama ng face-to-face. Kung hanggang ngayon, ikaw ay nakukulong doon sa pagkatakot na hindi nga ako mag-church kasi baka may mag-COVID. Mga kapatid, lahat kami ay nakatsuot ng face masks sa loob ng church. At fist bump lang po. And by God's grace, for the last three months, wala pong napabalitang nagkalagdat or inubuo or nagkaroon ng COVID dahil lamang sa pagpunta ng church. Kung gaano ka ka-tapang na mag-groceries or kumain sa labas or mag-sine, di ba, ngayon, gano'ng pinapanood ng maraming tao. Kung gano'ng makatapang magkipag-reunion sa mga classmates, kapatid, dapat gano'n din ang yung tapang na magkipagdaupang palad sa kapapristyano because it is only when we come face-to-face with one another that we complete the joy in each other. Hindi po niloob ng Panginoon na tayo ay magsarili, na tayo ay maging island on our own, na magsarili ng relihiyon or TV lang or cellphone lang ang harap natin. Salamat sa ganitong hybrid format na talagang kung ikaw ay hindi makalakad, meron kang binaramdam, immunocompromised ka, ayaw mong sumakay sa jeep para mapunta na ng church. Salamat na meron tayong pagkakataon that we can hear the word of the Lord through this. But my challenge are for those who are physically able. Enough of hiding, Enough of sucking in the corner of your room na tawag kang makipaggawang palad sa mga kapatiran. There is so much that the church or the church people are missing out on when you don't see each other face to face. Yeah, come. Patapos na po ang ating series on knowing the God of the Bible. Gusto ko po, a uh, few Sundays from now when I preach in the book of Revelation, I want to see you in church. I want to shake hands with you or fist bump with you. I want to hug you. Yes, nag-hug na po ang mga tag-lighthouse when we see each other. And by God's grace, the world is now moving on. I just came from a uh, marketplace ministry, about 70 people, corporate people, coming out of their shelters, coming out of their homes, and first time silang magkita-kita sa loob ng malaking kumpanya to. And you could just see the joy that the Holy Spirit is supplying them as they are able to hug each other again. Complete each other. Yearn that, mga kapatid. Because our God is a God of clarity. The Lord doesn't want you to wallow in darkness. Ay, the Lord, na hanggang ngayon, nasa kanilibog ka pa rin, depressed ka pa rin, takot ka pa rin. Nagbabandim ka na po ang mga ka-lighthouse. Nagbabalibol na po ang mga ka-lighthouse. Nagtitrips na to sa gada ang mga ka-lighthouse. Ang mga young people natin, they are now gathering in hot truck. Ang mga young adults natin, they now have their Friday encounters. Our intercessors, they meet already every Wednesday. Ang ating lighthouse cares ay nagmi-meet na once a month. Our pastors are always together. Our elders, we are always huddling. Mga kaibigan, God is a God of clarity. God is not a God of confusion. If you stay in the side of the truth, number one, you will center on those biblical truths for the rest of your life. And when you are centered on God's truth, you live out His commands. And when you live out His commands, you activate it through love. Alam mo na, head, now you live it out through love, heart, and you extend it through your Hands. Head, heart, hands. And because of that, you'll be reminded about the deceivers. The more na napapeligiran ka ng kapatiran, the more kang napoprotektahan sa deception ng mundo, sa deception ng mga kulto, sa deception ng mga taong hindi naman ipinapangaral ang salita ng Diyos, kundi ang ipinapangaral nila ay ang kasikatan ng leader nila. Na umiimbento lamang ng kanyang sariling kwento or kanyang sariling katotohanan. And when you're reminded about the deceivers, you now have this greater desire to imbibe Christian teachings. That you now have a greater desire to open the Word of God by yourself and get to know it. And you know, say, Pastor Giorgio, I want to be discipled because one day I want to be a discipler too. You imbibe the Christian doctrines. And when you do that, you're able to totally avoid the wicked. Hindi ka disqualify sa dami na ng ginawa ng Diyos sa buhay mo. You don't allow the wicked people 
to get you out of the race, God. You don't allow the wicked people to disqualify you in all these things that you already have accomplished, that God has already so richly poured in you. You don't allow the wicked people to just disqualify and nullify a bit that which God already gave you. And because of that, mas lalong lalalim yung yearning mo to really complete each other's joy by seeing each other face to face. 13 verses in such a very short, brief epistle. Isang chapter lang ang second John. But as it was true during the time of John, so it is true for us for the rest of eternity. And I pray, mga kapatid, that today we have gained some clarity in the things we are facing. For such is our God. He's a God that does not confuse. He's a God that wants to make you whole. And our wholeness comes when we have such a clear grasp of who He is, what His Word stands for, and who you would like or He would like you to become. That is clear. Kung gusto mo ibigay ang buhay mo kay Lord, now is the time, my friend. In this particular online segment, the Lord has visited you so that today can be your day of salvation. And to you, kapatid, na may pinagdadaanan ng maluha at may pinagdadaanan ng kabigatan sa buhay mo, today, the clarity of the Word of God is also being given you. You are loved by the Lord. You are treasured by the Lord. You are accompanied by the power of the Holy Spirit. If that clear truth is upon you, then no one shall ever take you away from the love of God. Shall we close in prayer? Panginoon, salamat po for the last few minutes that you have given us so that in your truth we can revel. In your truth, Lord, we can just bask and in your truth we can just enjoy freedom. Salamat, Lord, na hinipon niyo po at dinalo niyo po ang aking kapatid sa kanya sariling pamamahay. And in this particular Sunday, inyo pong hinawakan, pinalibutan at niyakap ang kanyang spirito ng inyong napakatamis na presensya. And today, Lord, you have unraveled unto us yet again the power of your truth. There is clarity in you. And because you are a God of clarity, Today, Lord, we pray that we will always center ourselves in your truth, O Lord. And today, Lord, that we will be able to live out your commandments, but the more that the more we get to know about you through your word, that we're able, Lord, to activate our learnings through practical acts of love. And I pray, Lord, that you will be always be reminding us of the deceivers and the wicked people all around us by rooting ourselves, O oh Lord, by imbibing the Christian teachings that you have given us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that that is your role in the Godhead, to remind us of all the truths that Jesus has given us. And because of that, Lord, we will yearn to complete each other's joy. Gamitin niyo po kami, Panginoon, that not only will our communion be so sweet with you, but also, Lord, our communion will be also as sweet with one another. Salamat, Panginoon, for protecting us all these months of the pandemic. And now, Lord, as the world is waking up to this post-pandemic era, Lord, the faithfulness with which you have given us and guided us all through these months is the same power and confidence that we have as we face the years ahead of us. And so, Lord, would your blessings be upon my brother and my sister. As we welcome them, Lord, into your church, we speak your peace and your joy and your clarity upon all of them. Lift up your hands wherever you are and receive the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and may the Lord be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift His countenance towards you, my friend. And may the Lord grant you His peace, His clarity, yes, His truth, as you abide in Jesus, in whose name we anchor everything in our lives. And everyone can say,
Amen. If you'd like to be part of our discipleship groups, please leave us a message. If you aren't anywhere near Lighthouse Alabang, come and visit us. If you'd like to visit some of our churches all over the Philippines, do, do leave us a message and we'll be so happy to guide you into our region's churches. Enjoy the Sunday. The month of June has begun. Have a blessed month ahead to all of us. In Jesus' name.